You ready to smash some meat together until we produce oh, a little bit of the bubbly? Hello. Welcome to Genuine Wrestle Boys, a podcast of four friends, made better friends, through a love of professional wrestling. I'm Derek. I'm uh, Matt. I'm Zach. Oh, and uh, Esai's here, but um, right before we started recording, uh, him and I said uh, brazier at the same time, and I jinxed him, and he can't speak until he buys me a Coke, and there's yep. no vending machine even near. So nope. he's sitting there. He's looking wide-eyed and uh, happy, but he ain't talking. Yeah. Hi, Isai. Hi, Isai. Try to say a word. You can't. Can't do you it. Can't. Man's dedicated to his craft. Yep. Um, we're, we're, we're here on uh, the Eavesdrop Podcast Network. In the nice little studio, drinking a little bit of the bubbly. Yeah, a little bit of the bubbly. It's the champagne of bubbly. beers. <laughs> the yeah. champagne of beers, Miller, Miller High Life. Miller. Sponsor us. Yeah, sponsor us, Miller High Life. We love summer nights and Miller Lights. And just need a little bit of that bubbly. Just, just bubbling all over. Ooh, wasn't that bubble oh, sound? Ni- nice bong hit. <laughs> uh, uh, sponsor us, weed. <laughs> just weed? <laughs> I'm going to copyright weed. Um, buy a shirt. Bit.ly slash merch boys or from my trunk. Um follow us on Russell Boys Cast on Twitter, genuine Russell Boys on Instagram. Uh go to bit.l bit.ly slash review boys and leave us a nice little review. I haven't checked that in a while. I probably should. We have uh, we have bye. millions of them. If you're randomly listening to this show, subscribe to us. That's it would, cool. It would mean a lot. I know. I know that we just got started off on a on a weird foot, new listener. Mm-hmm. But that's actually probably as good as about you're about, probably about gonna get. Yeah, like if listen to the last episode, we got fucking weird the whole time. <laughs> I loved mm-hmm. it. I wasn't I wasn't here, um, but you I could feel it. I could feel it, and it got to a point where I was like, I'm just gonna see what happens if I skip ahead. <laughs> and every single point at which I skip ahead, I'm like, what the fuck are they talking about? <laughs> <laughs> so listeners, that's what it. you're in for. I loved it. That's the the subtitle of the show. What the fuck are they talking about? <laughs> um, yeah. Before we get started on this weird, weird week in wrestling, a little bit of the bubbly. Um, Blurk, was this is a question just for you? Have you watched Made in Abyss? It's a very good anime, and you're the only person I know who likes wrestling and anime, which is weird because <laughs> yeah. that's like a normal thing. Because some would say wrestling is redneck anime. It is. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard really good things about Made in Abyss. It's so good. I've listened to um, some music from it. I love that. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. The song from the first episode, the title song, is. it was only on the first one. One of my coworkers is really into it, and he was telling me about it, and uh, I'll check it out. Yeah. It's 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 nice to see former TNA star Abyss, you know, branching out. (laughs) (laughs) Current WWE agent. Oh, sick. Abyss, Joseph Parks. Um. Well, yeah, let's just start with the weird shit. Chris Jericho. Bubbly. AEW World Heavyweight Champion. Yeah. And bubbly enthusiast. Fan of the little bit of the bubbly. The first champion. Uh, he cuts a little promo backstage. Um, complains because there is cheap salami and shitty olives. And he just sees the champagne and he says, Oh, a little bit of the bubbly. 
A little bit of the bubbler. <laughs> <laughs> Matt was queuing like a video was going. I was to play. like, "This is where we'll edit. This is where not we. This is where Zach will edit it in. I'll may, I'll put there, that on them. Don't don't worry. There'll be a few points where that will probably be in this episode. You might have you've already heard a couple of them by now. Um, and that kind of swept the Twitterverse by storm. It's all I've been uh-huh. seeing. So many videos: Spice Girls, Limp Bizkit. The Wish I Was a Baller song. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Brock Lesnar's <laughs> intro. I love that one. music is really good. The best one is probably the uh, Cody Dustin one. <laughs> I don't need a friend. <laughs> I don't need a partner. You know, a little bit of bubbly. A little bit of bubbly. <laughs> um, and the funny thing is, is Chris Jericho was open about how he just stole that from Dumb and Dumber. Mm-hmm. Like it's he, not says no- it, he says it on his podcast with some frequency. <laughs> <laughs> like, it just, like, blew up. Yeah. It's the, the combination of the way he said it, how he looked while saying it, <laughs> and just everything. Like, because he just looks like a fucking dad demon yeah, in that he video. Does. <laughs> he, like... And I mean, this is like the best thing for AEW to start because Chris Jericho is back in the zeitgeist again. Mm. Like, um, yes, which brings me to something I want to talk about is I think because it has had such a positive effect for AEW, immediately people are like, oh, it's a really smart way to work, everybody. <laughs> Tell everyone that the title got stolen. Y'all, there's a real police report. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm like, the title got stolen. Um, It might not have gotten stolen. It might have gotten Left on top of a limo, like I I did with something earlier tonight, and you know fell off the top of the car. Yeah. Well, but why did I peek? That was loud. Um, what I heard was that um, so he takes a limo to Longhorn Steak Longhorns Steakhouse. Um, Which fuck yeah, if you're Chris Jericho, that's exactly what you fucking do. And then. The limo goes back to the airport because it got the wrong bags. Mm. Brings the wrong bags or something. Oh. Yeah, so they they grabbed the wrong bags at the airport. Um, airport called and said so. They went back to like bring the wrong bags back. Come back to pick up Chris Jericho, and there's no more title. Yeah. So was the title in one of the bags that did or did not get picked up? That's what I'm assuming. Because I I didn't read too much into it. I just mm. assumed like some hooligan busted up that window. And well, got up but in the there. window wasn't broken because the driver didn't know that it was missing. Like the driver went back to pick up Chris Jericho. Oh, driver! You might call them a driver. I call them suspect number one. Well, and the weird thing is, is it was found on the side of the road. Yeah, like um, it's... that's what the person said. Otherwise, that's the other conspiracy theory. Is like. Hey, I stole this and now I want to just give it back without getting questions yeah. asked me. I'd just say I found it on the side of the road. <laughs> yeah. Um, because the they're they're still investigating it. Yeah. So. Sure. Yeah. But Ooh. I don't think it's a work. Oh no! There's a real think, police report. They wouldn't do go that far. I think it's a really funny, smart thing that they're playing into it and not trying to bury it. Um. Yeah. I bet Tony. I want to know more about Tony Khan because I bet he might have been a little mad. Um, he was probably a bit frustrated. It was value, like part of the police report was t- talked about its value. It's valued at $30,000 as a $30,000 belt. Yeah, there's a, Lord. a lot of diamonds in it. Mm-hmm. Um, also, which... like the way Chris Jericho has responded, like the videos he's been putting out and stuff following up, like him in his hot tub, like, you know, <laughs> yeah. making a statement about it, pouring himself a glass of the bubbly and then bubbly. drinking from the bottle after pouring himself a glass. Yeah, and it's just like... <clears throat> It's such a weird 
weird thing to happen. Also, $30,000 belt. That's unnecessary. Oh, yeah. The yeah but thing, that's how all title belts are. Okay. The only thing that I carry around with me that's worth $30,000 is my personality. Mm-hmm. It's more than that. I like to, you know, mm-hmm. under promise, over deliver. Yeah, that's, a, <laughs> that's, a part of, that's a part of your personality. You're very humble. Wow, thank you. But... <laughs> Um, I feel like I went fishing for compliments. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I I think it's the best thing. It's I, to me that's more exciting than any of the buzz coming out of all out. I'm I'm more excited about all this on Twitter than I was about that show. And that show was fine. It was, it was fun. Yeah, it was a good was show. Yeah. Should we just get in that show yeah, first? Yeah, why not? Okay, so we're just gonna recap the sweet wrestling that we all got to witness. Yeah, this is gonna be one of our. Well, just a recap. Um, Isai, how you doing over there? Still not talking. Wow. Mm. He gave a thumbs down. He's pretty upset. Yeah, he does have one single tear rolling down his eye. That's just always though. That's just there. <laughs> just a permanent tear, <laughs> constantly dripping. Um. Ew. <laughs> As I was saying that, I was like, "That's a fucking disgusting thing to say." <laughs> um. So all out started. Um. With a 21-woman casino battle royal, um, the winner faces the winner of <laughs> Riho versus Hikaru Shida um, for the AEW Women's World Championship, scheduled for AEW TNT on October 2nd. The cool. debut episode. Um, so yeah, this was it was fun. I, I missed this. I, um, I haven't gone back and watched it, but I, I missed most. To. I missed most of it as well. Um. Mercedes Martinez showed up. Yeah, well, that's sick. That's the that was the best part in my opinion. Yeah. Um, uh, Nyla Rose beat Britt Baker. Um, it was just them. They were the last two. Um, uh, Big Swole is fucking sick. Oh, she's super sick. Yeah, Ariel um, Monroe. And then is it Jazz? Mm-hmm. She is like former fuck. WWE superstar Jazz. Yeah. yeah, really. She's fucking rad. Yeah. I'll have to go back and watch that match for sure. Yeah, she was wrestling in NWA and stuff pretty recently. Like oh, she's the right. NWA Women's Champion until pretty recently. Oh, that's cool. She had it for like three years, but that's because it kind of didn't have a women's division for a while. But oh. um, and it wasn't a real promotion. But yeah, um, uh, yeah Jazz is sick. Yeah. was champion at my favorite WrestleMania, WrestleMania 19. Sick. Uh, Martin Sadie's Martinez was really the only surprise. I was expecting a little more, but mm. um, it's really cool that Nyla Rose won, and um, there were shitty dudes like being like, "Yeah, of course AEW would have a man win." Oh, yeah, the, fuck them, fuck them, peoples. But the best part about that is Dustin Rhodes like going into AEW's Facebook comments uh-huh. and like replying to these people, being like, "Maybe this company isn't for you." Well, you know you know exactly what you're saying. You're being transphobic and right. it's shitty. And yeah. It's just like, that is cool. Whoa. Like people like trying to pass off their transphobia as like complaining about this thing, like that it's unfair competition. It's like, it's a fucking work. Like one that like, you're just exposing your, your transphobia and trying to cover it up. Right. Like, right. And it is just so shitty. Like y'all it one, it's a work anyways. Like, it's all predetermined and like Nyla Rose isn't bigger than say awesome Kong. Like if you're mm-hmm. trying to say like, Oh, they, she has a strength advantage. So like she, you know, is just getting pushed or whatever. It's like, no, like she's perfect for this position. Like mm-hmm. fuck off with that shit. Yeah. yeah. Seriously. That, that is something that I'm, 
that I think will be intriguing because like on with such a huge platform that they're going to be on as far as TNT goes, you're going to be getting a ton of different kinds of eyes on the product. And so like, I do hope the voices of the people who are obviously like supportive and of like have a kind heart towards like everybody, you know, like wants, like wants to really dive into that idea that AEW is for everyone. Yeah. I hope those voices are significantly louder than any of the pieces mm. of shit who just want to fucking troll around. Yeah. I, I, I do wish that AEW would come out a little bit stronger as a company I against do too. that. I do like, too. It's it's an issue that they basically like Cody's response when stuff about like when people have been shitty about Nyla before has kind of been to say, oh, I'm not going to signal boost it by talking about it. But it's like at a certain point you have to. It's, it's like, like it's like a safe way of being like, oh, if I ignore this, it's going to go away. He's yeah. essentially saying all lives matter. <laughs> and in a way, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Another interesting thing with this match is apparently fallout of it backstage is that uh, B Priestley uh, and um, Sadie Gibbs, who is might know as um, the wrestler that Will Ospreay told that um, oh. Japan was in a vacation, uh, got into an altercation backstage, yeah. like an actual fight. Oh, and damn. Now, Apparently they have a little history. Well, they have some history. Also, B Priestley is Will Ospreay's significant other. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. There were moment in the match where it seems like B Priestley just no-sold a move from Sadie. Oh, also, damn. so like, and then apparently they got into a full-on fight backstage. Damn, so. sick. <clears throat> yeah, real fights, cool. Um, yeah. Uh, private party defeated Angelico and Zach Evans. Jack Evans. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn it! <laughs> I only lose. <laughs> I thought that person looked familiar. That's um, why I was late to come watch it. I was in that match. <laughs> yeah. Um, I know people love Private Party. They just seem like the Street Profits to me. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was cool. They've been a team for longer. Okay. I thought it was okay. cool. I thought it was cool how how quickly people are, have gotten into them. I I feel like they're going to be a fun team on there. I also love Angelico and Zach Evans. Thanks. And Jack Evans. Master Energy Drink, Fox Racing, Dude, Metal Militia, Punch and Drywall. <laughs> yeah, I mean they're fun to watch. Yeah. Um, SoCal Uncensored versus Jurassic Express. Who, if you don't know, is Jungle Boy, Luchasaurus, and Marco Stunt. Yeah, fun. One of the funnest teams, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, so much fun. I think it to me is really fun. Like I was watching it with my brothers, and like that was a match that was easy to get my like two and a half year old, or no, three year old niece into. Uh, just being like, that's a dinosaur, and those are his two friends. <laughs> he's very good at kicks. They're the good guys, and we and say he's college educated. Yeah, yeah, and we say yeah when they do good stuff. She's like, oh, I can get behind a dinosaur and a jungle man. Yeah, um, yeah, it was fun. I don't remember any spots. Um, I there's nothing that particularly sticks out in my in my head. I only remember like I I saw some of this match back, and the thing that I kept seeing was just uh, uh, Luchasaurus's kicks. He kicked everyone a lot. He's a, so. yeah, he's a fan of the kicking and medieval literature. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, Puck defeated Kenny Omega by making him pass out. Yeah, yeah. choked him out. Uh, this match was terrifying in a couple t- moments. Puck hit his fucking shins against the barrier doing yeah. that moonsault to the outside. Yeah. Oh my oh, god. Yeah. Seriously. Fuck. Yeah. Like Puck looked like he probably got the worst of it physically from that match. Uh, I thought it was cool that he won. I wasn't expecting it. Same. 
Yeah, I think it's um, cool. I think it's a sign that he'll be around for a while. Also, it, Kenny keeps losing, so I right, I like right. that because like Kenny losing all the time and being like coming from Japan where he was the top dog mm-hmm. and now losing like maybe he'll turn heel, maybe or, or just, it'll or be have a redemption story, an of, amazing yeah. redemption arc to like because like so Jericho. So I mean, we'll jump forward just a bit. Yeah, we already talked. Obviously, Jericho has the title. Yeah. recently reclaimed uh but uh it makes sense for that and we'll go back but like well it makes sense that jericho going into it has the title people like i know that name i'll watch that show that's Mm -hmm. cool i feel like after watching oh dang i know i've jumped too far ahead but i feel like at the end of the day i think when kenny gets that title in my head unless they start really building someone else up uh that's gonna be the first big like i don't know you like the rock or stone cold or something mm-hmm. where it's just like, that's the fucking guy. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I think Kenny might be trying to change himself a little bit and not be the fucking weeb that he was in Japan <laughs> mm-hmm. and just maybe be a little different. Like he's being kind of a dick on Twitter, which he's done in the past, like when he was in bullet club and he's like, I don't know. I think he might be just going heel, which would be, <laughs> it'd be fun. It'd be fun. It'd be fun to see. Yeah. But I mean, also a redemption story would be good. But yeah, Kenny being the the big champion, like it does make the most sense for yeah. the company, I'll, especially in the beginning. And he and Jericho need a third match too. They've had two so far, and they're one one. So oh, that's true. That's the perfect like rubber match for their feud. Yeah, yeah. Um, my favorite match of the night, Jimmy Havoc. Defeated Darby Allen and Joe Janela. The, in the Cracker Barrel Clash. In the Cracker oh, Barrel. Man. Old, oh, sponsored by Cracker Barrel Old Country Store. But yeah, Cracker Barrel cr- Clash. Uh, this match was so sick. I loved it. I fucking loved it. Like, <clears throat> this is why I like wrestling. <laughs> um, it's, I consider it deathmatch light because it has enough, mm-hmm. but not too much. It, yeah. it stops before I'm like, ooh. And like, there were just so many cool spots. Uh, first of all, Joey Janela's hair looked beautiful. He he does have quite a head of hair on him. Mm. Um, Joey Janela is incredible. I think he's really fun, and he can do some good shit. Like the the spot with the chair mm. where Jimmy Havoc like threw him over his head and he landed. Yeah, in the, the chair. monkey flip. Into yeah, the, on the chair. Um, Darby Allen just being a wild boy. Jesus, from the, so early in the match, like the fucking. The senton he did to the outside onto Jimmy and the chair. Like, yeah. Yeah. What the fuck? He he, he genuinely, like, I believe 100%. He approaches his match with, like, his mindset when going into a match is, like, I'm going to act first and then consider the consequences later. Yeah. A very, like, young Jeff Hardy-like, where it's just, like, you're going to you're gonna fuck your body up at a young age, mm-hmm. but I like watching. <laughs> I <laughs> yeah. like watching what you're doing. Um, The... Uh, Jimmy Havoc just stapling himself, just like, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm tough. Also, just even from the beginning of the match with Jimmy Havoc, like he's the third one to come out, right, and doesn't even get in the ring. He just goes under the the ring and starts pulling out weapons and shit. It's like well, the, another day at the office. Pulls out the staple gun first thing. Like yeah. it's just good storytelling and like character building for him. Like, yeah, especially because like he can be like goofy deathmatch guy too. Like. He has those moments, but the just like start out like that, be like, nope, no fucking around. Like, we're just gonna start this way. Yeah. 
Um, Darby Allen taking a skateboard full of tacks and landing, on, jumping yeah. from the top rope. Doing a, doing a caveman. On, <laughs> yeah. onto Joey Janela's back was insane. Mm-hmm. I like... I was so glad they incorporated a skateboard. Mm, or, I didn't think they would. Of course, it's a Death Wish brand one too, which he ha- yeah. had the their logo painted on him too. Also, Tony Hawk mm. uh, re like posted that video today oh, or sick. yesterday, so that was sick. Nice, hell yeah, Tony. Yeah, took a break from weird interactions to <laughs> talk about wrestling. Yeah. Um, another weird person talking about wrestling is presidential candidate Andrew Yang. Mm-hmm. Also, Lin-Manuel Miranda was at NXT UK TakeOver uh, Cardiff. Hell yeah. So. Fuck yeah. Just also, he, I love Andrew Yang. Uh, I mean, he's not going to win, but... <laughs> <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't looked into him too much. He's but... all about that universal basic income. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was talking about just like the way they treat their workers and stuff at AEW. Yeah. Hoping that brings change to the industry. He's like, cool. <laughs> That's right. Hell yeah, Andy. Uh, <laughs> Andy? Um. Yeah, I was not expecting Jimmy Havoc to win. Neither was I. But then after the fact, it made so much sense. Like one, like I think we talked about last week how like Janela doesn't ever need to win. No, like ever. No. Um, I and- like that Joey Janela looks like he prioritizes having a good time over hitting the gym. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then like we were saying that Darby Allen should win, but actually I think it did more for him to go out and destroy himself. It's the most memorable thing from the match. Yeah, I mean, Mm -hmm. the fucking coffin drop with the barrel onto the ring steps with nothing there is the most fucked up spot I've seen in such a long time. Yeah, also hot take, Cracker Barrel. Your barrels are about as uh, fucking good quality as your food. (laughs) You can't say that as a wrestling podcaster. Whatever, your barrels suck as your food. (laughs) (laughs) I mean... Your biscuits are good. Your politics are shitty. Oh, uh, yeah. Are they also <laughs> shitty? Yeah. I doubled down on what I just said. Good. Um, <clears throat> next match. Uh, the Dark Order, Evil Uno, and, and Stu Grayson. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> what, what was that, Tim? Tim Allen? <laughs> <laughs> uh, versus the best friends. Chuck um, and Trent. So a lot of people hated the Dark Order. And I don't necessarily like. I them. don't hate them, but I it think is, they're good. I think they're good wrestlers. I don't. Their gimmick is nothing. They're I not, think they look like a tag team that I would see like on a YouTube fucking backyard death match. I and I know that as the Super Smash Brothers, they had a they have a cult following. They have a a, a history and a past, and people like them, and I appreciate that. And maybe I'll grow there too. But mm-hmm. like Derek and I were talking before the show, and I I think. If it wasn't for their like minions or whatever the fuck they call them, banana, <laughs> uh, then I it, there's nothing about them that would make somebody be like, fuck yeah, I can't wait to root for the Dark Order, or even like they're not getting even real great heel heat because that's what they're trying to go for with them. But like, it's just cor- It's just like it's, no, they're not doing anything. It's not that corny. Crazy. And, it's not corny enough, and it's not sinister enough. It's not any one thing in the right direction. It's, yeah. So far, a miss, which kind of sucks. Like, well, and they're not a cohesive unit. Like, one dude wears a no, mask, like and one guy is just a guy. Yeah, they didn't re like repackage them very cohesively. Mm-mm. Well, like they, you know, they're Evil Uno and Player Dose, I believe, something like that. Like, they're more cohesive as Super Smash Brothers. Like, it, yeah, and 
I just don't, it just isn't working super well. And like, they're a new company. They could make them so scary. Like, look at, look at The Fiend. Like, not mm-hmm. that, but they could make them terrifying and brooding and or, or make them act just goofy like yeah. that's the thing too is i think i guess a, the minions do make it goofy goofy yeah. yeah and also like i mean they're trying to be kind of sinister and shit but then they put them in a match with best friends and like they don't feel like the same universe yeah like exactly but they should like if they just went full-on goofy with them they could it could work and like like make them like bond villains yeah yeah it's just yeah, it's it doesn't work. Um, but you know, I even if the best friends are in a bad match, I love watching it. Because oh yeah, they have incredible chemistry. We always get that Okada hug. Mm-hmm. Love it. Um, uh, the best part of this match was the end when it went dark. Yeah, the lights came up and Orange Cassidy is just in the ring, hands in his pockets, and then does a what would a to- you call to- that? It's a tope suicida, both okay. hands in his pockets, without taking his hands out of his pockets, and then jumps back in the ring with the hands and in like, the pockets. Does the kip up with hands in pockets? That is so much trust to these random people. <laughs> like that would terrify mm-hmm. me. Um, he yeah, and then him and best friends are they're three friends now. Yeah, they yeah do the hug again with him in the middle. Then he does his. His like his lazy thumbs up. His lazy thumbs up and his thing for the crowd where he only gets up on the first rope and puts a thumbs up. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. He is so much fun to watch. And mm. I can't wait to see how they integrate him more. Like think about him and like a death match type thing against Joey Janela. Yeah. Or like Jimmy Havoc. That's that's mm. where I see him. Like I, if he is a singles wrestler. Something that you said about the Dark Order made me wonder, and we could talk about for a second. Like I so like with WWE, we get a lot of um, a wrestler comes in and you'll hear stories of Vince McMahon being like, no, this is your character. This is what I see for you. This is what I have for you. And anymore lately, it's kind of hit or, you know, it's missed more missed than hit. But uh, in general, it seems like I, on the other side of it with AEW, it feels more like because they're indie guys starting this big promotion it's more of like, we want you to bring what you bring to the table. Mm-hmm. But if it is something like the Dark Order, that's not quite. Hitting, I wonder if like Tony Khan or any of the executive vice presidents would be the kind who kind of come and be like, what if we did this with your character? What if we did this and like mm. try to rework it? Or if they would have, I don't know. I wonder what that, that I, approach would be. I, I I think that they would go to him and be like, hey, let's not just like drastically repackage you or something, but like, let's work on this together. Because like, I don't think like, I think the Young Bucks, Cody, like they're not going to let someone just like flail out there and right. die gonna, like, like the librarians let, yeah <laughs> like they're gonna let them hmm. they're gonna let them try and i think once they have sponsors once they're actually on tv i think we might see a difference because we'll hmm. be like hey the ratings drop when you come on tv yeah so or, we need to yeah. fix yeah. you and that might also be the thing is i don't think they're gonna jump the gun on changing anything until they see how stuff works on TV because maybe the dark order will work if we see them every week and there's mm-hmm. room to develop the develop who it's they like are and have them grow That's three true. times. Yeah. yeah. So, so I guess if it's in the hands of like a creative department who's mm-hmm. writing for them, maybe they can strike something that works and yeah. connects. And I mean, yeah, they haven't really had time to build anything. So I, maybe even our criticisms are coming on too quick. Maybe it's possible. And I think that's what I was saying. Like, that's where that it's coming from. Of me being like, I really enjoyed everything about all out, but I wasn't 
it didn't make me more psyched for TV. I'm just as excited to see what they're going to do on a week by week uh, basis. And I, so all that was really good all in, in all, but I still gave that feeling. I didn't come out with it, come out of it being like, now I can't fucking wait. Yeah. It's just like, I'm, I'm as excited to just see what they're going to do. Yeah. Like it wasn't, I mean, <clears throat> all in was a moment. Mm-hmm. Um, Double or nothing, and maybe it was just because we were there, but it seemed like a better show. Well, it, uh, no, it, it was a much better oh, show. But, like, I, I rewatched we, it. We were talking about it. Like, you can't top that Cody Dustin match. Like, yeah, it's a historical, like, professional wrestling match. Mm. It's one of the, it might be one of the top five, like, traditional wrestling matches that I've seen. Mm. I think it can go toe to toe with Bret Hart and Steve Austin. Like, it's really, really well done storytelling. Yeah. Um, and I just, this show just wasn't quite as good. Yeah. Like, and, and it doesn't mean it's bad. Like, that's, you know, it's still a very good show. It's just like, they hit it out of the park so well with both All In and Double or Nothing. And then this one, just like, I don't think it was a well-constructed show either. I think the match order didn't it make sense. It was weird. Having... Omega and Pac that early was a bad plan because having so this follow it, like it made stuff not feel as important mm-hmm. when that match was so good. Um, yeah. So, you know, it, which is fine. Like not everything has to be the best thing ever. And you know, when you're new, you got to fail. Mm-hmm. You got to fail to and, get better. And if this is them failing, like that's <laughs> like, <laughs> that's already, yeah, they're doing okay. it's a, it was a really great show. Yeah. Like, yeah. And I think part of it for me too is coming out of, um, I mean, fight for a fallen was a fantastic show in the sense of it being a, for a community event mm-hmm. and it was a fun show. Uh, and then fuck, what was the other one? Fighter Fest. Fighter Fest. Like Fighter Fest was a mess. It was a mess, and it, but it was fun. Uh-huh. But it was like that thing. I think coming if it would just if Double or Nothing had happened, and then all that was the very next show with like all the online stuff building it to it. I might feel different, but it's almost like it just felt like something we had. It's like okay, we've already kind of seen this as far as just like the shows going on without anything other than the YouTube channel to kind of hype them up. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know. I. I, yeah, like like I say, maybe our criticisms are coming a little too early. I don't know, but no, I I like as long like I don't think these are unfair criticisms. I think they are, you know, because again, we're like saying it's it was a really good show. Mm-hmm. Like it just wasn't quite as good as the other ones they put on. So like mm-hmm. you know, and also for me at least personally, it was my second favorite show the same of that day. <laughs> like I'd already watched a show that I enjoyed a bit better. Yeah, yeah that's um, true too. NXT UK. Oh, which was so fucking good. We, oh. Like, and so it was hard for it to, you know, follow up, you know, when there was already an amazing show that day. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. Isai, yeah. how do you feel about it? Hmm, interesting. Wow. Uh, okay. So Isai hates all out and AEW. Um, only likes WWE now. I mean, yeah. Isai, oh, Isai just wrote down that Baron Corbin is his favorite wrestler. Oh my gosh. That's a fascinating, oh, I see, Isai, I told you the Iconics are not that bad in the ring. Mm, Yeah. Thank you for finally seeing this. Yeah. I'm glad you agree with us. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Um, Rio. To be fair, Baron Corbin had actually a really solid match this week on Raw. He can, yeah, so. yeah, he did. I heard Elias did, Yeah, too. they both had, like, their best match. Like, was Elias against Mustafa? <laughs> yes, which actually pissed which, me off. That's but, probably mm, why. Yeah, and 
Baron Corbin was against Cedric Alexander. So those are the reasons why, but they yeah. held up their end of the bargain in that. That at least. seems so weird. Cedric a, versus Baron. I know we were just diving way ahead, oh, far away from this AEW show for a second, but I was so disappointed to see Ali get kicked out. I was like, maybe this will be his his moment to uh, to win something yeah. big. Man. I read it's Joe Ricochet Corbin and a triple threat on one side. Yeah, why? How? There was a it was a double pin in Joe versus uh, uh, Ricochet. Ricochet. It was a fucked oh, finish. Okay. And, yeah, and then uh, Elias and who on the other side? Mustafa. Or oh, oh, next week will yeah. be Elias and uh, Andrade. Yeah. Okay. So no, no, Chad Gable. Gable. So Ricochet is winning this thing, right? Or Chad Gable. That'd be Weird. cool. Uh, yeah, I mean, or Corbin, Corbin, Corbin. Yo, put hey, Corbin. I'm king. Put Corbin against Elias in the last. It's match. me. I'm the ring king. I'm Cowards. king of. I'm king of this Applebee's swing shift. <laughs> hey WWE, if you put Corbin versus Elias on, I will give you one view. I will watch the entire show. Oh my god, that would be such a fucking train wreck of a match, and I. Like, what if it went like thirty-five minutes? Has it has it happened? It has to have happened. What? But they've always been on the same side, though. Yeah, I don't. I mean, they <laughs> might have had some random match, but I, I don't, don't think so. Think they ever happened? Yeah, Maybe a house no, well, show. Okay, Elias was starting to turn face for about a month at one point. Okay, like a year ago. So, <laughs> give me what I want, <laughs> Elias versus. Eastside just wrote down he wants it to be a 45-minute classic. Mm. 60-minute Broadway? Whoa. Co-Kings of the Ring. Wow. (laughs) All right, let's get back into AEW. Riho defeated Hikaru Shida. Yeah. It was was a good match. (laughs) Again, like, it was a really good match. It's just, I think maybe my expectations are too high for this company. I hate... I think I have to chill out. I I think that's what it is. I think, I, I mean, I think everyone... Uh, I think everyone needs to chill a little bit on both sides. People who are like giving them way too much criticism um, for just like dumb reasons. Cause mm-hmm. like there's real criticisms to have and like have those discussions, but um, and people who are just like immediately think they can do no wrong. It's like, this is a big thing. Like this yeah. is a huge deal to start a company like this. Mm-hmm. And, and it's just like, I think you expect every single thing to be memorable yeah, and I think... It, and that's not fair. I think yeah. in general, too, it's just a really difficult position to be two people who, to this audience, is relatively unknown in the m- middle of a, a card of a show that's about to kick off the main event matches. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, they wrestled a really good match, but it's so hard for anything about that to be memorable considering we've already seen a, a good brunt of the show. There's this match, and then we have... Right, and then after this was kind of our... The main the two main skis. Yeah, well, three. Three, yeah. yeah. Uh, and so it's just one of those things where it's like the match was mm. good, but there's nothing to really say about it. It's just a and, shitty position to be and, in on the, and they, on the cards. Sometimes. I don't think they did a good job at all with this match of building up the story of why mm-hmm. um, this was for the n- number one contendership. for Because yeah, they're both Joshis. Yeah. Like, I was confused, though. I, I They never really, like, maybe they did on being the elite or something, because I have not been really or the road to same, the all out. I haven't been keeping up with that stuff lately. Um, but they can't rely on that being the only thing to let us know why these things are happening. Um, like the the battle royal makes perfect sense. You know, mm-hmm. like you don't really have to build to that at all. It's Mm-mm. all these women fighting each other, and 
um, for that opportunity. And then when there's just like one other match for the other side of it, it's just a little confusing. So, mm-hmm. and I, I think that both of them, I think it was excellent choice to have, you know, one of them be the other person, but it was just a weird, weird build to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. There's like quite a bit on the line for us not having anything to really dig into. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Cody with MJF. I was going to say just one thing out of that, though. Yeah, yeah. Real sick that no matter what, the first all elite women's champion is going to be a woman of color. Mm-hmm. Like, I just want to say is like, really that cool. is really sick. And like, and like, regardless of who wins it, that's really cool. Like if, if Nyla wins it, that's like really huge as far as representation goes. First for trans champion maybe. Of, of a major company yeah. like that. Because Nyla is champion of a couple smaller promotions mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, but yeah, definitely would be the first um, trans champion at this scale at all. Like, and I mean, she's the first signed trans person yeah. to a major company. Yeah. So, and I, I love the quote unquote like David and Goliath style matches, mm-hmm. and that's exactly what that's going to be. So that's going to be fun tiniest as fuck. person versus biggest person <laughs> in the division. Yeah, it's going to yeah. be badass. <laughs> um, Cody with MJF uh, defeated Sean Spears with Tully Blanchard. I did not understand first, the Star Trek gimmick first. MJF coming out wearing a Star Trek uniform, his scarf, and calling other people nerds was fantastic. Is my favorite thing because that's mm. what I do. Other first, what happened to Pharaoh at that show? It was bad. Was yeah. unacceptable. I'm yeah. very glad that they did apologize. Realized. Oh, did it they? Stuff. Yeah, Cody. That's good. Cody acknowledged that he fucked up. Like, because when we were watching on TV, I saw it and said it, and I was just like, I was like, oh fuck, like Pharaoh's scared. Yeah, like, Katie and I were both. We were all watching it. We were all just like, oh fuck, like because they had the pyro go off. There's so many people screaming. This dog mm. wanted to be anywhere, yeah. but right Fair, there. Pharaoh's even been out in front of crowds, and he like handles the crowd fine. Totally, like, he, the pyro. He, the pyro is not good. Like dogs hate high fireworks. <laughs> yeah, they run away. It was an. It, it was not. It was an oversight. I don't. I hold nothing against it. Yeah, mm. but it yeah. Goes, but Pharaoh, we're thinking about you. Yeah. yeah. Tony Khan was also upset about it in the like immediately after the show in his press conference. Someone asked him, and he was like upset about like, about it. Well, so. the last thing you need before going into a major TV deal is like like an organization like PETA or something being like, "Oh, you're abusing dogs well, on this show." One, cool. Fuck, fuck PETA. PETA. I agree but, with you. I agree with you. But they make but a big. General, pub, they make yeah, publicity. They, they make big publicity every time. Yeah. that They make a stink about something. Um, MJF like consoling the dog though mm. is cute. That is cute. Yeah. He's so hard to hate. Like also, um, also, I just got excited w- w- to agree with you about fuck Peta that I pointed at you when I said it, and I I, I hate. I feel like that's a really aggressive maneuver, and yes! I, and I apologize that that's I did okay. that. <laughs> um, yeah, I the Star Trek gimmick was made funny. no fucking sense. Like the it'd be one thing if the music it. even okay. sounded a little bit like. Star Trek music. It did not. Yeah. Like the weird epic music they did. Be- the Triple H music? Yeah. What the fuck? Like, I, Isai and, Br- and Brady, we're watching with them, and we're kind of making the point that it kind of makes no sense the way Triple H's WrestleMania entrances make no sense. Mm-hmm. I feel like his make a lot more sense than this. Oh, yeah. Terminator. Like, Mad Max. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> like, those. It's just cool. Like, it's cool for yeah. the sake of being cool. And it, th- those are more cohesive. Like, than whatever this was, because it was literally just cosplay as an intro into his fucking Russell Rock song. But it was like not even good cosplay. It was like Brandy was the only one taking it serious cosplay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was a good. She had a good seven of nine going. 
I I mean, I'm like a very minor Star Trek mark, and it's nice when all these fucking dorks are dressing up like superheroes. It's uh, I read comic books. That's why it's that's fun. No, it's cool. Um, I was just I just I, I think it's it's interesting. I watched it's it and was immediately different. like this must have been uh, this must be alluding to something that happened on road to all out because I have oh, no idea maybe. what's going on. I don't think so. Seeing, no one gets it. So and seeing DDP in a, in the shirt was cool. Mm, that was cool. <laughs> it was, was cool. A, I was a big Star Trek Voyager mark, so I I dug the seven of nine. But I think yeah. Wrath of Khan is one of the best space films of all time. Um, nice, yeah. Uh, did you n- notice? So, really weird tangent, but so Cody and D- and Dustin, the brother thing. <laughs> did you know it was very much like Wrath of Khan when it's talking about human? <laughs> yes, it's the exact same delivery. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a. Uh, it was. Uh, this match was fun. Um, I do not I remember. remember. Fuck from it. I liked it. I uh, Arn. I remember Arn MJ- hit that spine buster like he never lost a step. Mm-hmm. I remember MJF and Tully Blanchard fighting. That's what I remember most. Like, yeah. it's, I don't remember the match. And I it think- was a bit overbooked. I mean, we're just having you, know, you have a, you have a, a, bla- a lot of blast from the past out there. You got, it's just a lot going on. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was, yeah, I thought it was good, entertaining match and all that. But yeah, it was, it was a lot. Cody's suicide dive at the very beginning was like surprisingly good. Yeah. Cody's not that. Cody's like a very good in-ring storyteller, but he's not like a super great wrestler yeah. by any yeah. means. But that that Tope Suicida was sick. Uh, what was it at the end? Oh, it was the chair uh, where like I love it because we were watching it uh, when I was watching it with my brothers and uh, Brother. my friends, my brothers, uh, and uh, you know we were like, oh man, I wonder if uh, I wonder if MJF's gonna like you know turn on Cody here or something, turn on Cody. And I think a lot of people mm, had that yeah. same idea. And I love that MJF had that enough wherewithal to be like, I'm gonna tease it. Yeah. <laughs> like at the end when he had the chair and he's like, yeah, fuck that. Yeah, <laughs> and then just went and gave him a hug. Mm. Yeah, I, I like that they're drawing that out because it was so obvious. Then, like, it wouldn't have even been a bad thing if they'd done it right then because it would have made sense. It would have been a thing like, this is what I would, this is the wrestling I but they're, expect. They're continuing the story. It'll go for a while. Yeah, like, which is, I like that. Could be that. So, announced th- this week is that Cody is going to be fighting Jericho for the title at their next pay per view, the first Man, one after TV starts. That's going to be a good match because they wrestle the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure they wrestled in WWE yeah. plenty. You know, um, yeah, they were, you know, both there at the same time. So I would like guess that the MJF thing might culminate at that him screwing Cody out of the title there. And so. AEW full gear, full gear, very bad, very bad name, very bad name. I get, I get it. it's, it's, it's a Cage's thing, right? It's a yeah. I mean, it's an inside joke, but it's just not a and it, then, not a good pay-per-view title. And then think of MJF like Jock and Jericho like just like following him around trying to be Jericho's little pet. I would love mm-hmm. that. They would cut the best promos. Oh MJF. MJF. You want a little, <laughs> little bubbly? <laughs> the the MJF episode of Jericho's podcast is fun. Because he's like half in, half out. Yeah, they're character. like, yeah, because they set it off at the beginning, like, hey, we're gonna we're gonna put aside our differences for the sake of this interview. But they would keep like kind of breaking it throughout the interview, and MJF was actually like talking circles around Jericho. Mm. It was and great. MJF like is his character. Apparently, like if you paid for a meet and greet with him, he wouldn't like take a good picture with you. Mm-mm. Like there was one where he was just eating his yogurt. Still, I love that. Um, I love that. He. Um, there was a kid in a wheelchair and he said, 
you know why I'm better than you? And then he just stands up. Oh my god! And like, the kid had to be into in it, in it, or at least he could tell that he understood. Like he's the kind of guy who or wouldn't. MJF is a fucking asshole in like just one hundred percent. Maybe, the time. but either way, he commits to it. And uh, fuck, I, don't I don't think he's know. actually a, like a real asshole because he wouldn't be in the position where he is. Where he is? That's very true. If he was impossible to work with, and that, he yeah, w- very true. he wouldn't have tried to console. Uh, Pharaoh. Pharaoh. That's something yeah. that happens instinctually. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk about ladders. Loved it. Lucha Brothers versus the Young Bucks. Their third match. Yeah, probably. Like, like in, in this, this series, series. Yeah. Um, I will admit, I came into this match being like, "Oh, I don't need to see this again." It was a great. Mm-hmm. It was great Young Bucks match. It's a great showcase of uh, spots. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It was really, really I, I, I I wasn't as super stoked on this match. This is I thought and, and like it was like it was incredible what they did. Um and well, then that they're still alive. And that they're still alive and stuff. Spots. I I was a little disappointed in the lack of I thought storytelling in That's the match. That's very valid. Um because this Tell is Tell me more Cornette. <laughs> I'm well, just kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah. That's um, a bit mean insult. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, I just, and, and the spots were all amazing. And, Ooh, yeah. and these teams have had, you know, are great storytellers. I'm not one of those people out there saying they're bad storytellers. Yeah. It is just the example of a Young Bucks, the kind of Young Bucks match that I'm not super into. And the reason why I don't like the Young Bucks as much as a lot of other people do. And I, I still love the Young Bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, just that matches like this, I'm just like, I think that there are only a couple things away from having being able to have this same match, but with some story in it. I do know mm-hmm. what you mean of just like, we get it. You can do really cool shit, but they, well, and, but the more they prove to us that they can tell a really compelling story in the ring, the more it's like, I don't want to just see you guys do synchronized spots off the ladders, uh, which I do love. And are, it's like, are the Lucha Brothers like the Mexican Young Bucks? Like, uh, do they? Okay, are they a, the same? I don't know. Okay, Triple A wrestling and Lucha wrestling in general, the Young Bucks are a lot closer to that style because it it's mostly okay. about it's spots over story. In, in a way, I mean, there's yeah, in a way, like, and it's not to say that there isn't storytelling in in Lucha wrestling at all. Like, there there's plenty of it. It's just done very differently. Mm-hmm. Um. Watch Triple Mania oh and count the God. count the times people take a move and immediately roll to the outside and stand up, <laughs> waiting for their basically their cue for the next spot. It's much more like building like to those, Cirque du Soleil. It kind of is, yeah. Like, and that's just the style it's of more it. of a more of a dance. It, it's yeah, just yeah. the way that that the styles evolved separately from each other. Okay, and that, that's totally fine. That's like the Young Bucks and High Flyers and stuff. All. Are took those ideas from lucha wrestling. So like, without lucha wrestling, there aren't the young bucks. It's just true, true. So like, it's hard to say that the lucha brothers are lucha young bucks because young bucks are just kind of American luchas. luchas. Okay, so like they're like if you take the Hardy Boys and mix them even more with luchadors, yeah, or just yeah, more progression there. Um. Yeah. I mean, and like, I Ooh, Matt's I, going for another, another little bit of the bubbly. <sighs> bubbly. <laughs> um. I did. I mean, I enjoyed this match. There's you. 
like, unless you hate fun, you cannot say you didn't enjoy the match. Um, I don't want you talking about. Thank you. <laughs> fuck you. Bye. Um, but, kid with a fucking skateboard. <laughs> oh man, I need to listen I, to him talk. Oh, I can't about even it. imagine. Um, but it's just like I. It was fun. Mm, and like, it was very fun. And yeah, I hope there is more storytelling. There will be. Um, I am excited to see the eventual Young Bucks best friends match, which has probably happened at PWG. But um, Eastside said it's never ever happened. Oh, okay. Oh, and he says he hates the Young Bucks and best friends and best friends and oh no, he he still likes Lucha Brothers. But he, I, he I can't even make a joke about that. He never liked Okada. That was all a fake. Oh, and he fucking hates Gargano. Isai. Isai. He's I, trying his hardest. It's not his fault he's so short. Yeah. Again, Isai, we, we really appreciate your commitment to not talking uh, after I jinxed you, and you have not yet bought me a Coke, so thank you. Do you for, want a Coke or a Pepsi? Um, I would personally like a Poke. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'd like <laughs> a little bit of bubbly. A little bit of bubbly. Uh, no, I mean, I would, I would take Coke over Pepsi. I was trying to merge the two, but then Poke is also a sex thing. Yeah, yeah. Now um, we're all caught up. Yeah. Um, let's talk about the last match a little bit. Um, Chris Jericho defeated Adam Page. Um, how do you how do you feel about the win? Good. I, what yeah, they should do? I was. It was weird. It was like in my head, I had myself convinced that Page was winning, and even though I was like logically, it makes the most sense for Jericho to be the champ going into this big TV deal. He's like the name everybody will know. Uh, and so when he won, I was like, oh, okay. Like I think that's cool but at that at the same time it was one of those things where i don't feel like you know like there's that thing of like in a really great match one team or one person goes over and one person gets over i don't feel like hangman page coming out of this has built up anything more from it um i don't think he has yet either but what i'll say is I think that this is step one in that process. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think it would have been the worst thing possible for him to win this title right now. I completely do agree. Because he's a fantastic wrestler. He is great in the ring and he even has a lot of personality like on being the elite and stuff, but he hasn't had any chance to show that um, outside of like YouTube. Mm-hmm. You know, like a lot of people talk about how little charisma he had in New Japan and stuff. And I, I agree with that entirely. Um, but that's because he didn't have like a weekly TV show to build st- a story. Yeah, yeah. And I think they have the opportunity now where if he doesn't win that title for a year or two years, mm-hmm. that but is a slow build to him being their first truly like homegrown uh, that would star. Be it would be perfect. I think I'm coming from a place of being a bit like um, you know we've been conditioned to be like, well, long term booking. It's like six month windows, you know, like with WWE stuff. And so, sorry, that Miller. Ooh, God. I'm dying. Got a little bubbly tummy. Too bubbly, much try- bubbly. Bubbly trying to come back out. Uh, to, to, I maybe I'm not giving them enough credit to be like down the road that would make a ton of sense. Like you were saying, to have a, a, a person that when Paige wins it, he's like, he's the guy everybody wants to win. I think they will. Like, Already see the pops he gets from the AEW crowd. Like, yeah, people know that that's the plan for him, and they're on board. So now they just have to execute it. And yeah. I, I think it would be great if that happens because I think he's a fantastic wrestler, and his also like 
hearing him in interviews and stuff, I think he's a kind of person you want to be in that position as a as a person because like you hear like he truly cares about like people he's done so like he he was a fucking public educator yeah he's a like he was he was a school teacher and also like he stopped carrying like the noose as part of the hangman gimmick because he realized there was a racial implication Mm -hmm. like that was his call like he told new japan i'm not doing it anymore like he just started carrying a rope yeah like that's cool stuff, stuff like that like he is a, the person you want in that position, and they have the opportunity to build him to that. I love that, and it would it would build so much faith in me to see that kind of patience in long term booking from a company like AEW. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but I, yeah, Jericho's the champ going into it, which is the right perfect move, perfect for TV. the right move. Uh, I can't wait to see what happens when they hit TV. Yeah, mm-hmm. cool, cool, cool. Well, let's get into. Since it probably takes the least amount of time, we could get into Royal Quest yeah, that's real quick. I was doing. Get through it real quick. I know. I didn't. Um, I didn't watch. I, did, it. I went back and watched some stuff from it, but I'm gonna skip all of the tag matches. That's that's fine. Most people who watched do. Oh, I, so there's three. <laughs> um, this is when I showed up to Braden's house to watch it. Um, Shout out heaterwrestling.com. Kenta uh, versus Tamahiro Ishii. Oh boy! Oh fuck! Oh boy! Um, I will have to go watch that. Um, yeah. Maybe don't. <laughs> maybe don't. Why? Um, it's rough. It's a rough watch considering Kenta was probably concussed oh. very quickly into the match. Oh, that is hard. Um, at least it seemed if he wasn't concussed. Holy fuck! That was some great selling to look like he was concussed. Oh no! Like because it wasn't just that he was like falling down or like acting out of it. He was. He seemed lost in a couple moments, but not constantly. So it wasn't just that like he was acting like he was lost. Interesting. There were just moments where it was like, that's weird. Mm-hmm. It seems like he's on like, say, the wrong side of Ishii for the next move. Like stuff that a wrestler with the experience of Kenta doesn't normally fuck up. Oh man. Okay. Yeah. Ugh, that um, is hard. He and he was hospitalized after he tweeted saying, I'm fine. Thanks everyone. And he won the title. He he's now never open. Oh, really? Champion. That's yeah. awesome. Um, which is sick. And I I love Kenta. I love Ishii. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's fucking like I went back and I did go back and watch this because I I missed Royal Quest and I watched this and I was like, this is this is weird. It felt weird. Like, like all of the matches that I watched just felt weird. Part uh, of that I think is production because they weren't in a, their normal environment and mm-hmm. stuff, and that that was weird. Um. Yeah, but yeah, it was a weird show. Mm-hmm. Like, and there were some gr- a few really good matches, but it was a weird show. Um, Hiroshi Tanahashi defeated everyone's favorite British boy, Zack Saber Junior. Mm-hmm. Good boy. It was a good. It was a really good match. And mm-hmm. Zach Zach lost his belt and that and started it's losing British, his fucking mind. British. Oh, really? Yeah. Ooh, the Twitter stuff afterwards. Yeah, and yeah, his promo afterwards. Like he's just. He is upset, and it's I'll great. Call, I'll call him smooching it. <laughs> so wait, Tana took his bell? Yeah, I took the Rev Pro British Championship. That's amazing. Him, which means that, I mean, they might be setting up for them fighting for it at Wrestle Kingdom, which would be sick. That would be awesome. They, they fought for, they had the Rev Pro British belt at last Wrestle Kingdom, so. Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah. Um, Then Okada versus Suzuki. It also <laughs> felt weird. Yeah, it wasn't their best. And the stream froze. In like 10 minutes before the finish. So it's like, I, and it didn't come back. So I didn't, I didn't know who won until Mm. just now. Who won, Derek? Okada. Yeah, obviously. Okada, the greatest wrestler of all time, except Isai doesn't think so. 
Yeah. Isai, that's actually really what um, you that's rude. What you, what you just did right now is uh, rude. Yeah. Um there you might have I don't know if you would have missed like some really some of my like the best spots I saw from the match, which were like just strikes back and forth from the two of them. Mm-hmm. Like I which I'm assuming was towards the end from what I saw. That stuff was really good, but the other stuff I saw from match was just a little off. Like, yeah, you know, well, it just wasn't. These two have had um, they, these two have had an amazing title match back in Okada's like two year title reign. Um, so oh yeah, yeah, that that match is incredible. Um, yeah, I don't know, it was it was still good. Like it's it, by anyone else's standards, it's still an incredible match. Yeah, it just felt a little wonky. Mm-hmm. Also, there was so much wrestling on Saturday. I mean, there was. It was yeah. a lot going on. We still have one more show to go through, which is my favorite of the week. Yeah, this yeah. one will be uh, the, the that one will be fantastic. You guys can do a lot of talking. I just watched the main event. Um, Rhea Ripley was this on the show? No, that'll be I. I didn't watch NXT UK this week. Okay, but I, I also skip, it, I skip also those two. Yeah, uh, Noam Dar defeated Travis Banks. Much better match than I was expecting. Oh my God, it kicked off the show, and I mm-hmm. was like, "Oh, okay." Like, all right, I like Noam Dar. I like Travis Banks. Mm-hmm. This is sweet, and the match was fucking killer. It was really great. It just makes me wish for a heel Travis Banks because heel heel Travis Banks is a lot better than babyface Travis Banks. I could see that hundred percent. He was a heel champion in progress for a long time, and like. He's just an asshole, and it's really good. He's had like, and no offense to you, Travis Banks. I'm sure you're a fantastic person, but uh, that dude has the look of a fucking bad guy. Yeah, he does. Like a like a real life bad guy. You could yeah, see, like, yeah, you could see him being like a henchman in a Bond film, exactly, like a Bond movie, exactly. Like, like or like, yeah, Mission Impossible. Like uh-huh. he, he fit in like that. Um, yeah, it's really good match. I, I was not expecting a whole, whole lot from it, and it was really good. Yeah, and I don't nice. know if like part of my mentality about this whole show comes from it being the first wrestling show I watched that night. Uh, but it was, uh, I loved it. I loved it, and it, that'll be a theme going through this. But I thought kicking off the show like that put a lot of like fate confidence in me of like this is gonna be a really really cool show. Hell yeah, Noam Dar's like mini Finn Balor, right? Kinda. No, that's that, a weird way to put it. But yeah, I don't know. That's not the person you're thinking of. Though. Okay, okay. Um, and it is so bad. Uh, Jordan Devlin. Okay, yeah. yeah oh, yeah. oh, oh. I see. I was like, I guess I could see that. I was like, Dean Derek. He trained Jordan <laughs> Devlin, right? He trained Jordan Devlin. Correct, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, Noam Dar's tiny Scottish person. Okay, okay. Can't understand he a fought, fucking word he says. He fought Jordan Devlin, right? Yeah, he did. Uh, okay, okay. Um. Cesaro defeated Ilya Drakenov. Oh fuck, this match was good, dude. Cesaro looked like a fucking star. Yeah, it's it's wild to see him go somewhere where everyone's so much smaller than on the main roster. You just realize how huge people are on the main roster. And like I, you know, we've said it on this show. It's, it's been said elsewhere. Like pound for pound, Cesaro is probably the strongest guy in WWE. Yeah, and he, I don't know, like that. It was he, fucking awesome. He it, did a forty second swing. On with Ilya made me dizzy. Forty mm. seconds. Yeah, the crowd was counting. He went up to forty before he stopped. And Ilya's great. I'm like I I had never seen him wrestle before. I saw him wrestle Pete Dunne for uh, at Progress Hello Wembley last year, and that match is like one of my favorite in the last couple of years. Yeah. It's, it's incredible. I don't and think I've ever seen an Ilya Dragunov match before. Um, and he's just been fighting jobbers like mostly except. Like I think he lost a cash. He lost a Cassius Ono mm-hmm. um, on UK, which was weird and surprising. But he's mostly just been fighting jobbers and in jobber matches, like all the weird, 
body language stuff he does all the big extra movements uh-huh he makes that, gross faces he does but in a jobber match that's all he does so it makes him seem kind of corny but in a full-length match where it's competitive and he has time to do other stuff too it works a lot better so i was glad oh. he got that okay. yeah the one he does look like Dolph Lundgren he does mm-hmm. look like Dolph Lundgren in that I, the thing about him too that uh and i don't know to each their own but fucking i I, sometimes I don't think that the funky contact lenses adds to the character. And That's what we didn't talk about with Sean Spears. Oh, shit. Uh, that, was, that, that was weird did and bad. did not make any goddamn sense. It's not sense. good, and it's not. it doesn't add anything. It just would no. be like, oh, this person that I'm very much used to, Ty Dillinger, even if I had never seen him, I'd be like, that guy don't need that. He well, doesn't need those weird eyes. And it, Ilya mm-hmm. Dragunov's kind of the same, but red. Um, I, I like it more with Dragunov because he feels... Going in Raw calls him a Chernobyl mutant. Um, <laughs> if that, that's his character, I, that does and make they sense. They say that that, and I can't help but think of him that way a little bit. And I like, and it kind of works. And like the I, the whole like they just haven't done a good job of building what his character is supposed to be in NXT UK. Because like in oh back when he was in WXW in Germany, he had like a, another like. He had a Russian manager that was like a Russian, like a, just a sleaze ball. Oh yeah, dude, like. Felt like weird KGB de- <laughs> guy who works but has like a desk job in the KGB <laughs> is his agent, yeah. um, and like as his manager and stuff, and it worked better. It felt like oh, he's a weird Russian like top secret. Did mutant. he have the contact lenses in then? Yeah, he okay. always had. So it like felt like oh, he's some kind of mutant weapon from the Soviet Union. <laughs> now Sick. he just doesn't have much of a. Yeah, gimmick really like that. Totally. So. If that was the presentation I got, I would be so much more into those contact lenses. <laughs> um, we had um Mark Andrews and the dude from Oasis, uh, Flash Morgan Webster. I loved it. Zach Gibson, take your fucking shoes off. Uh, and James Drake, grizzled and young veterans versus versus Gallus, Gallus, yeah, and Mark Coffey and Wolfgang Puck. Okay. What a night for the fucking Mark Andrews and Whoa. Flash Morgan Webster. Fuck off. I stop it right now. <laughs> I dear God. Say something nice about him. You have I, to. I know I do. Here's the thing. This match made me fucking love Mark Andrews. I know, dude. Ex- until? Know what? until fucking after the match. I thought it was sick. I was like, one, fuck yeah, go crowd surfing. Their team music is just it's his song. It's his song, which is his band. Yes. Which is a shitty band. Not a good band. Junior is not good. They also show Ju- the other his bandmates in the crowd. And oh, like, man. Look here. <laughs> the members of Junior are here. Oh, my God. What a special event. What a special <laughs> event. A band from Wales. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, Mark Andrews' friends are here. And he was singing along to his own song yeah like out in the crowd celebrating and doing the hand you don't see jericho doing that he's a professional thing. if jericho did it actually it would be it'd better be, it'd be better um <laughs> jericho wouldn't do it for like under a million bucks I though hate, i just hate it like i that shit is so goofy i get it i yeah. get that i get that and that makes uh, sense and it's probably it's not even him necessarily it's just that man i've there's so many shitty dudes who are exactly like him. just yes. like him that is just thing. makes me like i I the, really I, like his in-ring work. He's yeah, an incredible, he's incredible wrestler. He really is. And th- I was, I do like him a lot more after this match because it was so good that it made me get over some of that stuff. Okay. But it's also fun to just. He does remind like, me of some pop punk kids locally that I do not fucking like. Yeah. 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 But uh, I, <laughs> I, 
Uh, I don't know. Here, Watching that write, match. Write it down right here. <laughs> oh, you wrote down Isai Saldana? Oh. oh. Oops. Isai, <laughs> uh, how do you feel about that? Oh. Oh, protect pop punk with your life? Pizza? <laughs> friends? Oh, okay. Okay. Everyone should. Go, I'm going to go watch that video. Oh, Isai, I didn't Every know. Every pop punk vocalist. Isai, I didn't know you had that four year strong tattoo. That's badass, dude. <laughs> I. Uh, Wait, you never liked Poison the Well. Okay. All right. All right. Cool. 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 Um, <laughs> uh, no, I I completely know what you mean as far as uh, as a person. I feel like I would never ever in my life want to meet Mark Andrews. I don't <laughs> even think he's. I don't think he's in like that. From everything I've heard, people like not him even and stuff. not like, even being like a douche. It just seems like wouldn't click. Wouldn't yeah. click. <laughs> but like uh, that match, him and Flash Morgan Webster as a team, so cool. Yeah. So good. I mean. Flash Morgan Webster did a 630 to win this match. He uh, did Ricochet's finishing yeah. move to win this match. Or was it Mark Damn. Andrews? Because it was Flash Morgan. No, it was Flash Morgan Webster oh, off the top. Yeah. Oh, really? And Damn. Does he wear like all his clothes when he wrestles? No, he's not naked. <laughs> no, I just mean does like, he, the, the mod does he stuff, look no. like fucking Elton John? No, he he's toned down the mod stuff okay. for this tag team. They're what is it, South Wales su- subculture? Is there? Oh. Is that what it is? Yeah, South yeah. Wales subculture. Um yeah, like it was sick and it was cool to see like the hometown response to them. The whole match was so good and there's like so many buck wild spots in it too. Mark Flash Morgan Webster did like a wheelbarrow into a Canadian destroyer. Yeah. Like like Mark Andrews wheelbarrowed him into another person and he did a s- destroyer straight through it and it was like it was so good and like there's there, a there's a spot where like Gallus was out of the ring and then they both stood yes, up. Yes. Like, it was at cinematic the exact same time and stuff. It was really good. It was cinematic. like a movie, and then like uh, I can't, I don't know who's who, but the one was just like go get him, and then like the fucking big dude just hopped in there and started fucking going to town. It was so yeah. cool. Mm. That sounds great. Uh, yeah, it was it was great, and it was like one of those things where like the two little guys were in. I was like, they're not fucking winning this. Mm. Uh, and the way that they worked together was like it was really really good. Mm. That was a really good match. Yeah. And then, First Welsh champions in WWE history, the two of them. So I'm I'm Welsh, so that's cool. Oh, nice. Evans is the Welsh version of the name Johnson. So is it? Yeah, that's why it's real common there. All right. Okay. Yeah. Nice, 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 nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Joe yeah. Coffee <laughs> defeated Dave Mastifa. Mastifa. I loved it. I thought that match was cool as shit. Yeah, Is it two big match. boys? Yeah, two, two big, big boys, boys. Last it, man standing match. Last man standing. It started off within seconds. Uh, I think Coffee threw Mastiff into the turnbuckle, and the turnbuckle just fell yeah, off the it was, ring post. It was Mastiff Irish whipping Coffee into yeah. the into the ring post, and then like the turnbuckle just fell right off. Uh, and so they lost the top rope. Yeah, yeah you just lost the top like, rope within seconds. That's like usually a spot that happens like towards the end of a match or something if they're going to do it, and they did it like immediately just to show like. This is gonna be a f- fucking like it, fight. It was like turning on a light switch of like this is what you're about to get is mm. destruction and chaos. And, and I love to like then there was a spot where Coffee went to go use the ropes and slipped off because like he like the ropes were all like messed yeah, up and yeah. stuff. And it was obviously like real like it was a planned out spot, but like he sold it like it was an accident and stuff. And like it was yeah. just, and then they went outside and were just brawling outside. They used fucking pool cues as weapons and a cricket bat. A cricket bat. bat. Damn. Oh yeah. my gosh. That cricket bat too looked sturdy as fuck. Yeah. It, I think it was made of bamboo so it wasn't like the f- normal <laughs> okay. solid oak yeah. you know that a cricket bat yeah. is. But it was still like basically it's a big flat kendo stick 
That's yeah. like super solid. Because like, like when you see someone get hit with a kendo stick, there's like you see the a bit of give in it, and you're uh, like, it'll okay. still give you welts and shit. But right. like this is just a big solid. It's just version. a big solid piece of wood, and it just uh, yeah, it was. And cool. the pool cue too, like because yeah, that's just fucking like, broke it over his broke back. it over his back. Some roadhouse shit. Yeah, they ended went, up crawling up on top of some structure. Oh, before that though, they also had at one point had chairs. Oh, they yeah. each had a chair. They were out in the crowd. They <laughs> yes. went to like opposite ends of this big like aisleway. It was chair jousting. And they ran at each other with chairs and Jesus. slammed into each other each with a chair. Jesus. It was ch- it was it was a knight's tale <laughs> with chairs though. Yeah. Um what you said about cricket bats and stuff, I want to see these are two things I want to see. Um you know like those shitty like golf kid sets? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Like, I want, like, those style of toys or, like, shitty, like, kids baseball bats, like the plastic ones. Yeah, I want to match with that. A Mr. Bucket full of thumbtacks? No, no, no. Nothing that, like, seemingly would actually hurt you, just a bunch of kids toys. But, like, like a bunch of, like, like barrel of monkeys kind of things? Yeah, yeah. Mm, Yeah. I want a Mr. Bucket full of thumbtacks. (laughs) Um, And Mr. Bucket's bleeding. You don't know what I played with when I was a kid. Uh, I, I would love, like, a Toys R Us going out of business rip match. Exactly. Or... Those fucking Nerf swords, and they just fucking go to town. Like they they're actually... called LARPing, and you can see it at weekly at the park. No, but like Julia Davis. Thunderbolt, 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 <laughs> Thunderbolt, Thunderbolt. Like they actually hurt each other. There's a lot of our our LARPer listeners have turned off this fucking episode. <laughs> Still real to me, damn because it. of your transgressions. Hey, LARPers, Lord of the Rings is boring. Fuck off. LARPers, thanks for... No, I know it's boring, Derek. That's why I do it in real life. <laughs> it's not nothing compared to my real quests. <laughs> Honestly, if I would probably <laughs> fucking love LARPing. Oh, same, dude. I've done like, it twice. It's awesome. Here's the thing. like I play D&D all the time, but if I was physically fit, I'd LARP the sh- oh, all hell the time. Yeah. That's hell just yeah. active D&D. <laughs> Less <Yeah>. math. <laughs> but nerds can be mean like that, though. LARPing nerds oh. can be mean. Well, when nerds are given a an, a medium to be aggressive, they're assholes. They become look professional at, wrestlers. That's at, true. Look at fucking Chris Hardwick. Yeah, yeah. not never. Please no, I don't. I'd rather I'm not. just saying, like nerds are nerds are the worst. <laughs> um, I mean, anyways, back to our D our our, and, our professional wrestling podcast. Anyway, with, I thought Joe Coffee did a really good un, job against David. Unhealthy Mastiff. nerds. Yeah, I mean, not you like, know, not like mentally or physically, just like weren't. Keep our, yeah. yeah, I'm gonna to- stop. Toxic masculinity <laughs> there is we go. an issue regardless of who has it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Anya and I are watching Breaking Bad right now, and <sighs> that's the entire moral of that show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. Kaylee Rave defeated Tony Storm. <sighs> Surprise of the night for me. It was. It wasn't. It wasn't that great. It was fine, but like, well, I heard Kaylee Ray isn't that good. She. She's okay. Like she's a fine wrestler. Like there's nothing that like bad with her or anything. Her character is just there isn't much character to her. She got she almost killed herself on the spot towards the end of the match, and then the match kind of ended abruptly. I don't. Yeah, I don't really know. Well, and the build up to it was really weird. So, so I don't follow NXT UK very often. So maybe I don't know. But it felt like almost like week of. It's like, uh oh, I'm. You, you, this is why your dad left your family. And mm-hmm. like it's like okay so okay so she's the heel and Tony's the face like it was the whole story up. was like they used to be friends they used to team and stuff which is like a told tried and true story in wrestling but they they didn't progress it very naturally they had like recap packages every week that would be 
75% the yeah. same as the week before with a couple things changed. Yeah. And like neither of them were on TV much, like actively to build this feud. There's rumors that Tony Storm might be dealing with an injury. Okay. Um, or like, but people aren't sure. She might just be going to NXT. That could be a thing. Like, yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, it's it's weird. I think she needs some time off because like she hasn't been on NXT UK that much, but also she's been working all over the world constantly. Yeah, like, she's she was like the most booked indie wrestler in the world um, before she signed her deal, and they've been letting her finish out her stuff all around the world, and like she's constantly all over the place. So really, I, yeah, it just seems like the thing of you know, like I guess we'll talk about this real quick is fucking Bailey kind of turned heel this uh, most recent week in wrestling oh, on the main roster. Kind of? Ah. From what I read about it was like she did. She did, but then... But she hasn't really changed yet, which I think is smart. Oh. We'll get into that. We'll, yeah, we can, yeah, we'll talk about it. Let's do important recap stuff. We'll get that. But, but I mean, minute. as far as like a, a storyline where it comes to like friendship turning to bitter enemies, I don't need a story like that. I don't need a story that's as big as like a Bailey Sasha thing. Mm-hmm. But I do... You need something. You need a little bit of something. You need a little bit of indication that, oh, I see that they have been friends. Like, mm. <laughs> I don't... I don't know. It, it was a it, it was a, a surprise uh, uh, title change. For sure. And I'm surprised, curious was, to see what happens now. It's real surprising that Kaylee Ray was the one to do it. Like... It was kind of when, to- like, to- when Tony Nese won at WrestleMania, won the Cruiserweight title. Yeah, it was like, like, what, really? It's like, okay. Them? Um, I feel like she might be kind of a transitional champion to something else that, like, maybe they didn't want, um, like, maybe Piper Niven or Jazzy Gabbert or something like that to be, like, the big monster. They didn't want that story to be the one to unseat Tony. Yeah. I see, especially if it's Piper. Because Piper's a baby face. So. Right, so you don't want to go face-to-face. Like face but I could see Kaylee Ray being a little bit of a transitional champion to get it onto someone else. I could see it, or maybe the title will help elevate her character to yeah, a whole other level. We'll see. We'll see. We had the main event. Holy this fuck. one I watched. Eastside, Holy fuck. said Eastside's least favorite match of Tyler, the, the weekend. Tyler Bate <laughs> versus Walter. Yeah, so these two have put on... Oh, two... Rey Mysterio's son was there? Yeah, <laughs> Dominic... Dominic, <laughs> Walter Mysterio, Walter Gutierrez. <laughs> um, yeah, like so. These two have put on two of my favorite matches of the last couple of years now because oh, their yeah. their progress match. It was a different match, but it's still very. It was yeah. similar in a lot of ways, but it was also very good. Um, same result. Yeah. Them. Um, oh my god! So forty minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I mean, forty-two twelve. It's crazy, crazy match. Uh, poor, poor, poor Tyler Bate must have woke up Sunday morning not being able to move. I don't know. Like, that man have exerted himself completely. Mm-hmm. Well, I he mean, got the shit beat out of him. Shit he, chopped out of him. fucking suplexed Walter. Mm-hmm. He's a big, strong boy. Big, Jesus strong boy. Jesus Christ. Derek, he's a big, strong boy. He's, dude no. is, like, 5'8". <laughs> Walter's 6'4", like, 300 pounds. Like, Tyler oh Bate is... God. 175 pounds like what the fuck like even though like again i've seen these two have a match and he did those same spots in that match too where like the deadlifting walter and stuff it's still shocking to see yeah even when you've seen it again. and it's not like it's not like walter's jumping or helping him no there's the deadlift lifting him like yes walter is what like doing the crunch he's doing this like crunching for like 
for Tyler to help, but uh-huh. that's all you can do. Like it is Tyler Bate picking up a 300 pound man yeah. and slowly lifting him over his head. And Walter sells really well. He does. Yeah, he does. He's a very great wrestler. Walter's <laughs> incredible. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm excited to see like what he does. And I mean, I guess he's already done a lot. Yeah. And it'll be very interesting to see like, it's like, how do they build someone to beat him? You know, like they, it's going to be so interesting to see how long he has this title after, you know, Pete Dunn had it for so long and mm-hmm. literally like they had to bring Walter in <laughs> to have someone to beat Pete Dunn. And now Walter has like already established, established himself as just like a terrifying monster. And he has a faction behind him that he didn't even have to use. That yeah. faction's like, badass, too. It's a badass faction like Imperium. Yeah. It's new Ring Conf 2.0. Mm-hmm. Um, like it's Marcel Bartel. Marcel Bartel, Alexander Wolf, and um, oh my God, why can't I think of his name? Bald dude from Spain. I'm also blanking. Yeah. I don't know. I can't. I can Fabian see Fabian Eichner? Yep, Fabian Eichner. Oh, there you really? go. That nice. was just me pulling some out of my ass. Yeah, nice pull. <laughs> Pull, pull the he, whole Eichner out of your They ass. wrestled. <laughs> who did he wrestle all the time? Was he? He was in a tag team against uh, the fucking the dudes. I it love. was Marcel Lork, Bartel. Or Lork, Lorkin, Lorkin and Birch. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had that like amazing seven minute tag match. Yeah. In NXT. Yeah. So this is a question because you've watched a, a a good amount of progress. Is that a Smallman thing? Someone holding the title for fucking ever? Uh, in, in, it is. A, a trope that he likes because you know Jimmy Havoc had it for six hundred plus days. Mm-hmm. There, um, he's had like a bunch of people have it for a year plus. That it's also just they only do like monthly chapters. You oh, okay, know? they don't have okay. weekly TV, so that's part of it. But I mean, yeah, that's a small man writing thing. Mm-hmm. That that'll be interesting to see how he writes for it. I guess I mean Walters had progress title now for probably a year and a half. Okay. So yeah, it's a, it's definitely a, it's a small a thing Jim Smallman likes. He has the progress title and the NXT title. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. And ha- has for quite a while. Um, yeah. It'd be interesting to see who can dethrone Walter. This is my newest. Or if Walter's just like, well, is, I've ran through it. Yeah. I run through it. I must, I must go now. This uh, is, help my father. <laughs> this is my newest take. I am going to I go don't, fight Brock Lesnar. I, the, I don't want Riddle to retire, Brock. I want Walter to retire, Brock. That'd be great. He was actually interviewed about being on the main roster, and he said that he would love to do a run on the main roster, but he will never move to America. So <laughs> nice, that fuck would yeah, be, Walter. That, so cool. And I, I think he like is either in, just got engaged or married. Like he, he loves living in Germany. I just imagine him living on like a giant farm, like waking up super early, milking the cows, and then just fucking just working out. I'm going to carry this log up this hill for eight hours. <laughs> he's not Lars. Uh, everyone from Austria sounds the same. <laughs> what do you fucking mean he's not Lars? <laughs> um, yeah, I. it was an incredible match. It really was. Um, yeah, like the chops. And then like some, like Tyler Bate gave it back to Walter. Like, yeah, yeah. It was, it was so oh, good. Oh, man. Uh, Bate took a chop to the back that actually knocked me off of my mm. couch and then there was also there was the full the straight jacket suplex on the ring apron was like terrifying like oh man and then what was it right at the end right at the end bait took a power bomb and kicked out at one. Oh, that was so good like he it there'd been multiple spots where like he's <laughs> yeah. kicking out at like 2.5 like, yeah yeah it was and like then oh, oh, oh. took this dis- this 
horrible power bomb from Walter, and it was just like the barely like, at like the one zero point nine. Yeah, like yeah. it was like as the hand was hitting the mat, he kicked out and like basically hulked out. And then Walter decapitated him mm. with a lariat, and the match was over. It yeah. was awesome. Also, it's cool. Like Walter now has like one matches with like five different things. Oh shit! But, like because the lariat's not a finishing move of his. Like yeah, yeah. The power bomb normally the power bomb is normally um, the splash from the top is how he beat Pete Dunn. Like he's just like they're putting over how destructive and powerful he is that it doesn't even take a finisher necessarily. Like even though he'd hit his finishers in this match already, the lariat wasn't like a normal finisher right. for him. So, but, and I love that. It made sense. Like it wasn't a thing of like, Oh, this, the, he did his big power move and that's how end of the match. It's like Tyler was exhausted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It I, it was so good. There's also a spot where like Walter was trying to like do something to, to bait up on the top rope and they both fell off and Walter fell on Tyler Bates yeah. and like was like knocked out and like on top of bait. And like, he like had to get out from <laughs> under Walter, yeah. which was like, half funny in Just a way being like trapped under a refrigerator <laughs> mm-hmm. it was like it was really good god it was such a good match yeah the best oh, match yeah. of the weekend in oh, my yeah. opinion for yeah. sure for yeah. sure i enjoyed i mean my favorite was still the triple threat but it was probably the best yeah match yeah. and the, the crowd was in love with it the the crowd at that at cardiff well that was amazing mm-hmm. I love that you could. That, it was even harder to understand some of their chants than normal because it was a Welsh crowd. And, <laughs> yeah, like, so who true. the fuck knows what Welsh words are and stuff? It's like, what are they saying? Well, and that was a thing in watching Royal Quest is like they they was in the UK, so they and they chant heavy. It's a they chant were, heavy. They fucking were doing all those chants, and maybe that's why. Maybe the wrestlers were caught off guard because they're like, we're used to people being quiet. We're used to silence. <laughs> mm. Psychology a little off, but yeah, yeah. A lot of those guys work in RevPro mm-hmm. pretty frequently and stuff. Like Suzuki works in RevPro all the time. Okay, okay. Like he's been RevPro champion and stuff. But. Okay. Um, let's get into a little little important recaps of the week. Yeah, what happened? yeah. What happened? Uh, Bailey turned heel. Sick. Yeah, that was wild. Um, it, it was. So wild. she was fighting Charlotte. Well, so it, it happened on Raw. It, it happened on Raw. Match. Oh uh, yeah. Wasn't it that so? Yeah, I maybe I'm. It was un- the champion's showcase. So yeah, this is what it was. The champion showcase. It was her and Becky, the two women singles champions, versus the Nikki uh, and Alexa. Nikki and Alexa as the tag champs. Okay, that's what it, yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. Sasha comes out with a chair and hits Becky with it. Okay, and then or no, she's like gonna hit she Becky hits- with it. And then she Bailey she takes, takes it, it. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. hits it her with it herself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because she's like, and then on SmackDown was like, Sasha's my best friend, uh, and Becky and I like she she not like she not shit. Yeah, you ain't shit. Uh, I I'm gonna we're on an even playing field. I'm gonna fuck yeah. you up, and like it it was just I think, but it was like, and I think it's like you were saying, Zach. I think it is a smart move not to be like, ooh, what's this new brooding music? Ooh, is it scary, Bailey? It's like I I that would be a little too much. It's like same when Sammy turned. But have I, them be the same person, just doing it, doing like slightly different things, and still believing they're the same person. I'm like, but can you? Can all you, the two people are red. I'm like, well, can you like put uh, like her theme song in like a minor key? <laughs> just make it sad. Um, I I don't remember what I saw. I think it's just like someone on Facebook just or something. Screw it a little. Talking bit. about like what's the best heel th- thing to do for heel Bailey, and it's like a poll, and one of them was. 
the inflatable two men, but with middle fingers sticking up. And that just made me laugh so fucking hard. That would be fantastic. I mean, if she just dove head first into it. Part of me would like her to like, because her whole gimmick is she's kind of like a little kid. Like to become like a shitty teenager, like dye her hair black, like wear her hair down, mm-hmm. not in the ponytail, uh, have bad makeup. Get Ronda Rousey's makeup person. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I think... Well, Bailey already has bad makeup, but just make it brooding teen bad makeup. I guess, I mean, yeah. but that's too corny, and, like, I think it would be funny, but I think... I think she needs she to say needs, be the exact same character. I think she needs a tiny change, something to make her feel more... Edgy? Like, edgy, more, maybe more intimidating. See, I think they've already been doing that with her, though, just the way okay. she wrestles, you know? like I mean, I don't watch, so... I mean, this whole, like, her whole championship run, like, she it hasn't been afraid to use kendo sticks and chairs yeah. and stuff. Like, oh, true. It's kind of, like, foreshadowed this. I mm-hmm. really think, like, the most heelish thing for her to do is still believe she's the same old Bailey. That's true. And, like, and not get why people don't like her. Yeah, that is, yeah, that is the best way to go about it. Like just, that's the most entitled thing. Man, is like just her, assume. Then like, put her and Sammy in the next mix match challenge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, together. You know, I mean, because that's what they did with Sammy, and Sammy's eventually changed a bit. But that's like his initial turn was. I'm. He still thought he was the same guy. I yeah. like. I like Sammy as Nakamura's Leo Rush, <laughs> but it. I'm hoping Maybe. soon they do a little more. I'm I'm super biased because I love him to my grave. Well, I'll, yeah. So I can't mm-hmm. like, I, I just mean, and I'm also not watching. I just but. don't want him doing the live commentary thing. It's never, yeah. ever, ever worked ever. It's like, yes, it's annoying, but not in the way that you're hoping it gets across. Someone yeah. literally got fired for this gimmick once because <laughs> yeah. I can't even remember his fucking name. It wasn't when I was watching, but it's a guy who would do that thing, the live commentary during matches. Oh, fuck. What was and that he made He made a fucking Kobe Bryant joke when they were in Denver, and like he was immediately fired. Oh. Um, didn't Kevin Owens do it a couple times and it was good? Did he? I, the, Uso, I... the Usos have done it, and it's been great. Well, they've done commentary at the commentary table. But not like over, not like on he a is, mic. Like Leo Rush used to do. Like, like Lashley. Oh, that's, Lashley. That's what. Oh, don't, Sammy. Don't that's what Sammy's me, doing. Don't do that to my boy. Yeah, that's what they're doing. And it's it's never worked. No, no. And it's it, the only reason that it's at all tolerable is because it's Sammy. Mm-hmm. But it's going to wear thin fast. But, yo, the thing that is going to put both of them back to where they belong is the match that they'll have together when whoever turns on who. That'd be great. I mean, that that Nakamura's first match in NXT was was them, and it's still a fucking classic. Well, you know? and I mean, Sami Zayn is an incredible wrestler, and he, he doesn't is. get to show What it. I would love, I would love it if, like, uh, almost like if they cooled off on this for a minute. I mean, obviously they can't with Nakamura being the champion, but, like, you have this thing where it's like, oh, Sammy and Nakamura are gonna come out and do their Sammy and Nakamura thing, but like, uh oh, what is this? And it's just a faction of like all the miss like underutilized talent. Like you have like Apollo Cruz come out with them. You have mm. like th- this like faction of like what, guys what? who are amazing but are completely un uh u- like misutilized. Led or by Kevin been... Owens, because isn't that his gimmick right now? Yeah, but he's a babyface. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, I mean the, the heels of just like fuck yeah. you, like we're taking over. Sami Zayn's leading the charge. Yeah. That'd be I'll, sick. That would be sick. Also, like, thing I've been thinking about, and it would even work with that, is say Chad Gable 
somehow wins King of the Ring. That, yes. You know what would be the perfect like thing to keep his momentum going is he's king now. Who comes out and says there's only one king, the king of strong oh, style. Have him no take the inner icy title off Nakamura. I love that. And yep. it could even be how they split up him and Sammy is somehow he blames Sammy for that loss. Mm-hmm. So, like, that would be, like, the perfect way to keep Gable strong. It'd be a perfect way to split into that feud. Man, like, I'm getting oh, excited thinking about Gable winning this. Or Gable wins, and then Sammy and Nakamura come out, and they're like, oh, okay, Chad, you're a king of the ring. Shinsuke, you're a king of strong style. Who is this? But Cesaro and fucking Cassius Ono, the kings of wrestling, come out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then we have the the king of the kings of the king. And Jason Jordan comes back, the king of fruits. The, and the, then Triple H joins the faction because he's the king of kings. <laughs> and then Christ himself appears. <laughs> and then Seth Rollins beats them all. Oh, CrossFit Jesus, he's the King Slayer. And then Minoru Suzuki comes out and beats him because he's just king. I'm sorry, knock, 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 WWE. How about you fire Eric Bischoff and get us on, uh, get us in there? How about yeah. that? And then King, the King Puma guy from uh, Tekken comes. Oh, and then Jerry the King Lawler tries, but everyone's like, <laughs> no, get dude. away, the fuck away, you pervert. Yeah, we don't, we don't want you around. And dude. then King Curtis comes out and suplexes some chicken nuggets. Oh, that'd be sick. And yeah. then, um, and then, um. Um, King, um, Koopa. Yeah, keep going. Out uh-huh. and, I like it. And then, um, um, and the Super Smash Brothers come out. <laughs> um, like, like the the wrestlers or like Dark Order, um, Mario. Um, I meant, um, like, uh, <laughs> uh, what about we haven't mentioned King Booker? That's what I was gonna say next. <laughs> <laughs> King Tut. <laughs> Oh, dude! I've Steve seen Martin as King Tut. I've seen King Tut's mummy, like in real life. I saw it at the Denver, oh, really? At the, yeah. Oh, no. Kings of Leon. <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah, Kings of Leon. Uh, they, their new theme song is "Sex Is on Fire" <laughs> by Kings of Leon. <laughs> what is this character? I love it. Like uh, I straining Matt. <sighs> I desperately want people to know that I know different King references, but I just don't. But, I, they, but I'm just not pulling them out. Kind of sound like me pulling one out, man. <laughs> the defunct grocery store my parents used to go to, Kings, is gone now. They tore it down. <laughs> uh, did anything else happen? <clears throat> that was about it. Um, um, there was a very good Firefly Funhouse this yeah. week where he, apo- Bray, he apologized, right? Vince McMahon ate money. He, he fed <laughs> Devil Vince puppet money. $100 bills, dude. Because <laughs> it was like Vince came out and was like, how dare you try to book your <sighs> Devil Vince, how dare you try to book yourself into a, a Hell in oh, a Cell yeah, match? That's the thing. So like, there's rumors like a leaked card came out for Hell in a Cell basically saying that The Fiend is going to fight... Um, Seth for the universal t- title. That's bad for him. Yes. But here's the thing. They immediately rolled it into this Firefly Funhouse where mm-hmm. he's like, yeah, wh- wh- how dare you? How dare you put yourself into that? And everybody's just like, like making the joke, like I'm making you money right yeah, like, now. Maybe this will like, change your mind. Like just feeding him $100 feeding bills. Feeding him money. <laughs> 
It's like, so holy good. fuck. Also, you can buy the Devil Vince puppet on WWE Shop now. Of course you can, dude. I love it. I've, do we need another decoration in here? We do. But also, I think Vince McMahon is the biggest fan of Firefly Funhouse. Because, like... Good shit, pal. As, oh, this is good shit. As I think Vince is self-aware. Okay, I think he is selectively self-aware. I think yes. he's both self-aware and the least self-aware person there ever it's has like, been. I like money. <laughs> like, because, you know, like, sometimes, like, when he goes out in the ring and, like, he under like, and plays off the perception of him, of himself, like, out there online and stuff, and, like, he gets it. Mm-hmm. But then he also just straight up doesn't get it when you see his creative process and stuff. He gets it with himself. Like, he Mm -hmm. likes being the butt of the joke, but he's also very sensitive. Yeah. (laughs) Again, toxic masculinity (laughs) is a wild trip, (laughs) y'all. What's that, Isai? You don't think Vince McMahon is a uh, at all a fascinating uh, personality at all? You're not even (laughs) at all one little bit intrigued by uh, how he operates mentally? That's crazy. Oh, you think his booking decisions are good? Oh wow! All of them, always, all of them, (laughs) always. Okay, okay, cool. Um, yeah. And then I heard they're like swerving on this Rowan Roman thing. Yeah, it's fucking weird. So I liked it in the sense that so Rowan came out and was just like, yeah, I did on my own. Like, no, Daniel Bryan didn't know about this. Okay, so he admitted that he did it. He did Mm -hmm. it. Okay. Uh, and then he attacked Bryan, and then he attacked. Roman, and then he he took the mic and he delivered a promo that I actually really enjoyed. I thought it was good. Okay, cool. It was yeah. fantastic. He, um, he, he's coming into his own for he sure. He really like, is. He's like, you're never taking advantage of me again. Why don't you? And he's like, Brian, why don't you get back in here? Because like the week before, Daniel Bryan had slapped the shit out of him yeah, a little yeah. bit. And he's like, get up here and slap me again. And, and while he was like doing all this, like not even on mic, like while he was attacking them, he kept saying, never again, never again. Like, because he has been he's the henchman. He's always been a henchman. He's yeah. always been a henchman. Like, you know, the fucking Bludgeon Brothers, like, he wasn't really a henchman there, but he was the second guy in that group. Right, like, right. Obviously, Harper he, was the main guy. Yeah, he never talked in those, like, weird Man, wood woodsy vignettes. He has somehow had a very long career of shit. And he had, Poor a, guy. he had a look in his eye on Tuesday that I've never seen from Rowan. Okay. And I was like, this is potentially something, and I hope... Hope, hope, hope that that means that this is also a character that Daniel Bryan himself is invested in, is making Rowan a star. Oh, it is. He 100% can. Daniel Bryan, I think he is seeing his role in the company right now is, I need to make the next generation of stars. I am the star maker. He, like, that's what he's doing. Like, if you look at, like, the matches he's had. Oh, Mustafa? Stuff like, Mustafa. Like, he's a guy who got... Buddy? Yeah. Like, he's a guy who got Mustafa Ali onto the main roster. He had that match with Buddy, like... He's has a he's had this long term project with Rowan. Like, I'm sure he's the one who pitched having Rowan be like his bodyguard, his heater, like last year, and said like, "Here's a guy we're underutilizing that you know needs some work, but if I take him under my wing, have mm-hmm. like work with me on stuff, he's perfect." Yeah. And now so, like he's having a match with Roman at Clash of Champions now. So it's not. Do you think Daniel's still involved? What I would like, and credit to Going and Raw is where I heard this, but they were saying uh, what would be sweet is if it kind of flipped the table where Daniel Bryan realizes he needs that muscle. He needs Rowan to get his point across, and it comes to more of like a groveling, low, like pitiful Daniel Bryan instead of this like guy who's on top, who's in control. He's now realizes that he needs this yeah, help. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. like, I think that... Like, they need to keep Daniel Bryan heel for one. He's too mm-hmm. valuable as a heel. Yep. So and so the way you do that is, like, somehow have this turn into Rowan turning face. Like, 
by being like, I just did this because I needed to go out on my own. Like even he can even be a heel, I guess. Like he just like But just like, like advocating for himself. Advocating <laughs> for himself. And then like Daniel Bryan, like, yeah, being like, I do need the muscle and stuff like and finding someone else. I mean, like absolute perfect world, he comes back with Luke Harper instead. Um it'd suck for Luke Harper to be just a henchman again, but it'd be he'd be on TV again and mm-hmm. be working with Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Yeah. Um and if anyone could have help revive the seemingly dead WWE career of Luke Harper. It'd be Daniel Bryan. Yeah. 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 I just, the way I've, when I was, when I was watching the Bryan segments, I saw him as more of a mastermind. And so I, I haven't been watching, so I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But like what I envisioned was like, Daniel's still pulling the strings and mm-hmm. him and Rowan are 100% in on this together. I, 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 I kind of thought that's what was happening last week. Okay. After, Rowan, like he put Daniel Bryan through a table, like okay, that's kind of an unforgivable sin it's in the true. wrestling world. And, like, and Daniel, like uh, even a smart mastermind, wouldn't let that happen. Mm. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, so it, it, it's it's interesting. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, hopefully, I mean, is Rowan good good enough to be in this position we'll right now? We'll find out. Well, we'll see. I think that. Potentially, he Roman's not the best. No, but he is good, mm-hmm. and I think he's a lot better than people give him credit for. Mm-hmm. I don't think that this is going to be an amazing match mm-hmm. by any means. But if like the way they've been booking Rowan has been great, he almost never gets taken off his feet, no matter what. Like he is always like still stands up and stuff like he might get knocked down to one knee but he almost never gets knocked down yeah if he they, takes a whiskey drink he takes a lager drink yeah, he takes a cider he gets drink knocked down he gets back up gets back up again. again yeah um pissing the night away yeah so if they just like keep like make it so like roman really has to overcome it like even if it's like you know like not the best match as long as they like book it smart you know, oh, it yeah, still be totally. a good, like a good story to tell. If like Rowan eats a couple like Superman punches, but doesn't like hit the ground or something. Or, yeah. Or if he fucking wins in a Ooh. match like that, where it seems like the story is Roman having to like overcome this, like this uh, mountain, like you know, and stuff. Would, and then have Rowan still win. It would like, be huge for Rowan. And honestly, it would gain sympathy. I think for Roman, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like have it be like seeming the obvious story. Like, oh man, like 10, super, like have him. Like have him kick out of a spear, like mm-hmm. like have it like oh he finally knocked him down, and then have Rowan still kick out, yeah, and then have him hit another spear or something, and like even still like have Rowan win somehow. You can like, even tease like Brian coming out, like oh fucked finish or something, or then have him win clean mm-hmm. uh, or something. Yeah, that'd uh, be fun. It would be. When when is Clash of Champions? I don't know. Okay, today, nope. tomorrow, next week. I, I, I have no. I I do not remember. Okay, to be honest. Um, um NXT, there, NXT there's some 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 good stuff happening. Yeah, uh, I, Roddy's a couch arsonist. Yeah, uh, saw the spoiler for that a while ago. Yeah, right? Eastside's been alluding to it. Um, yeah. I decided to skip the Velveteen Dream Kona Reeves match, so yeah. I completely missed it. Yeah, I realized. That <laughs> I saw after the, the fact. gif. Yeah, I realized that after the fact because you you sent that text saying <laughs> let me know if anything happens, and then and I, I, I hadn't watched I NXT. Say, didn't I say let me know if it's a barn burner? I think I he might have. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> and I hadn't watched NXT yet. I knew it happened on this episode, oh, okay. but I hadn't thought about that, that you might miss that part. <laughs> so yeah, uh, Velveteen Dream beats 
the finest, Kona Reeves. Of course. Whoa, upset of the century. <laughs> um, okay. I kind of like what's happening to Kona Reeves because he only shows up like once every six months on TV. And all his shit keeps getting worse and tackier, but he's still the finest. That his is hair, His hair keeps getting worse. He like, it, he was wearing like used car salesman sunglasses on the way out to the ring this week. And like, he just looks like, sh- he looks like dog shit. Yeah. Like his hair, like his hair is only like the dyed in a couple, like at the very ends at this point and stuff. Like he looks terrible, I but do he's think still that, the finest. That's pretty I awesome. I love that. If that's, that's intentional, that's I like, love it. I love that. But yeah, so Velveteen Dream wins and then Roddy appears on the TV and is fucking burning the Velveteen Dream's couch to challenge him for that title. So awesome. Okay. Um, there's the next. There's gonna be on NXT's debut episode, right? There's gonna be the triple threat debut on on mm. USA. Um, there's gonna be the triple threat between Mia Yim, Bianca Belair, and Io. Yeah. There's no way Io is winning that, right? Candice, Candice is gonna fuck it up for her. Uh, maybe. Mm. We'll see. We'll I see. don't know. I, I yeah. honestly don't know, which I, I love about NXT. I want Io to be the next champion, but um, yeah, I, I want, I do too, and then I want Can- Candice to have to overcome that, you mm-hmm. know? Um, th- that's a weird thing is like, so Bianca's already had her shot. They all three have. They all three, not Io hasn't had her shot at, oh, you know, yeah, she has, fuck, that's yeah. obvious, yeah. They all three have, I don't fucking know what they're going to do. Yeah. Um, like... Maybe they keep it with Mia again, basically give them another shot at that match. Um, yeah, it'll be really interesting to see what happens in that. Yeah. Also saw that, um, so NXT is only going to be one hour when it debuts, Sick. and then it's going to move to two hours on, guess what What day? October, October 2nd. October 2nd. <laughs> God <laughs> damn it. Sneaky motherfucker. Yeah. Oh, Triple H. Yeah, it's very good. Also very smart to, like, ramp up how they're doing it. Yeah. Um, also, um, Jordan, is it, it going to be live? Yeah, Start, um, like starting on whenever that okay. is this month. Yeah, the eighteenth yeah. or whatever it yeah. is. Um, Jordan Miles and Adam Cole had a very very good match. Smiling mm-hmm. Jordan Miles. Mm-hmm. I I um I love that when Jordan Miles comes out to the ring and he's still wearing the vest and shirt and stuff. He just looks like a baby because yeah. he's wearing like a shirt and a <laughs> vest and no pants. Awesome. I still haven't seen the match. I I mean I know how it ends. Cole retains, but. Uh, it that's cool. It's a good match. Yeah, it's a good match. Yeah, and it's like it's a good way to build this guy mm. <clears throat> who no one knows about. Yeah, um, I mean people. I mean ACH was real popular on the Indies and stuff. Oh, that's but, who it is. Yeah, it's ACH. Okay. okay. Um, yeah, he's real. Popular. I've heard that name a lot. I've never seen him. He, he looked. He looked just boring to me. He's very good. He's very okay. athletic. Uh, he was in a couple of those uh, oh. breakout tournament. Well, he was in that, but I was thinking when I was doing some of the research for the deathmatch stuff, I feel like he popped up. But I, oh, okay. I think I might actually be misremembering that. Okay. So disregard. Okay. Or don't. I don't know. Fuck it. Yeah. Anything else? Is that it? Are we done? Um, I do have to make a little bit of the bubbly. <laughs> a tinkle? Yes. Yeah. Take let's, a ra- piss? let's wrap it up. Let's close <laughs> it out. Um, I just want to tell you all... If you live in Boise, go see Regional Justice Center at Donut Days on next Sunday, September. What is that? Is that the 15th? 16th? I don't fucking know. 
I'm uh-huh. not a calendar. I'm not the calendar man from the Batman comic book series. Cool, uh, be a lot cooler if you were. Um, Why calendar man? <laughs> he's, he's cool in the Long Halloween, but that's the only thing ever. Uh, Shout out comic book nerds. Uh, September fifteenth. Uh, uh, really good power violence about how fucked the prison system is. Um, rejection pact is opening. Shout nope. out to my boys. Um. That's all. Because I can't go, so I'm going to plug the shit out of it. Um, yeah. Hell yeah. Um, I just want to say enjoy yourselves out there, y'all. Yeah. Uh, look at yourself in the mirror sometime and say, hey, guess what? You fucking killing it today, bro. Or not, bro. Self-talk is important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, positive there's self-talk. A very good ep- there's a very good episode of, of dealing with it about that. Appreciate you saying that. I try it. You know, it's uh, it's it's good. It it's helps. Good. It's good to it do. It's good. Helps. It's good to do. It does. It does. You are worth it. You are worthy. You are important. You you're, said, you you're said, cool. You're cool. Hey, guess what? You said cool. maybe just do any kind of talking sometime. You know what, Isai? <laughs> yeah, let's you just fucking dork. Let's just call talk it, a little bit. You what, fucking dweeb. Yeah, Isai. Let's just let's just call off this whole fucking jinx thing. You can you can say your piece if you really do want to defend that you don't think that the iconics are actually pretty good in the ring. Just say anything. Oh no, he's asleep. Oh, he's sleeping. Just wrap it up and get out of here. Just let him sleep. I'll get up. We'll get the blankets. And uh, Russell Boys 316 says, Make Jimmy Havoc, MacGruber's twin brother, cowards. Bubbly!